0: Welcome to a special edition of Too Much Effing Perspective, the podcast that asks musicians and entertainers to relive their most final tap moments when nothing goes right and everything gets kind of weird. I'm your host Alan Keller, a comedy writer in L.A. and lead singer of the least heralded Chicago band, The Falling Walendas.
1: And I'm your co-host Alex Hoffman, former tour manager for bands like Radiohead and PJ Harvey, and lead singer of the least heralded Milwaukee band, The Van
0: After we wrapped up the first season of our podcast, Alex and I came to realize that although a lot of you love the movie This Is Spinal Tap, on which our show is based, you may not have seen it in a long, long time and probably don't have the nerdy, encyclopedic memory of every second of the film like we do. It was released in 1984. Yeah, and so was Punky Brewster, and that hasn't kept you from memorizing every single episode. I told you, Alan, it was Doogie Howser. And then
1: why do you dress like her every Halloween? <laughs> right. So we thought we'd count down our 11 favorite Spinal Tap moments from the movie to jog your memory.
0: We don't have time for that, Alex.
1: See right there? Alan just unnecessarily jumped in with a verbatim quote from Spinal Tap's famous Hello Cleveland scene.
2: Hello Cleveland! Hello Cleveland!
1: <laughs> when the band gets lost backstage and the janitor tries to guide them back to the main stage. Down the hall, yeah. Turn right. Yeah. And then There's a little jog there, about 30 feet, jog to the left. We don't have time for that. Go
0: straight ahead. (laughs) I wouldn't say (laughs) my comment was unnecessary. I was just demonstrating how eminently quotable this film is.
1: But admit it, Alan, you're attending TAP Anonymous meetings weekly, aren't you?
0: What about the word anonymous, don't you understand, Alex? (laughs) All right, enough. Well. (laughs) It is time to break like the wind. You can't help yourself, can you? (laughs) And start our countdown of the Tap 11 Spinal Tap Moments. Number 11
1: is probably the most famous quote from This Is Spinal Tap and the reason we are doing a tap 11 instead of a boring, old, run-of-the-mill top 10.
0: It's a line delivered by Spinal Tap lead guitarist Nigel Tufnell, played by actor Christopher Guest, when explaining to director no, Marty DeBerge, played by it's Rob Reiner, how he no, gets that extra stage, oomph very, on very stage. Because If you can see,
2: yeah, the numbers all go to 11. Look... Right across the board. Oh. 11, oh, 11, and most 11, of 11. And most the amps then go up to 10. Exactly. Does that mean <laughs> it's louder? Is it any louder? Well, it's one louder, isn't
1: it? <laughs> well, it's one louder, isn't it? The idea of cranking something up to 11 has actually become part of our everyday vernacular. Even people who never saw the movie know
0: when you want to go balls to the walls, you dial it up to 11. But of course, they're kidding... Because it's a (laughs) c-c-comedy. You can't crank up to 11 any more than you can give 110%. It's like ordering two all-you-can-eat buffets for yourself. You can only eat as much as you can eat.
1: Yeah, Alan, good luck convincing most Americans of that.
2: (laughs) Why don't you just make 10 louder and make 10 be the top number and make that a little louder? These go to 11.
1: At number 10 is tap bassist Derek Smalls, played by Harry Shearer, discussing his role in the band as basically the intermediary between the two leads, Nigel and singer David St. Hubbins, played by Michael McKeon.
2: We're very lucky in the sense that we've got two visionaries in the band. You know, David and Nigel are both like... Like poets, you know, like Shelley or Byron, people like that. <laughs> the two totally distinct types of visionaries. It's like fire and ice, basically, Ooh. you see. You know, I feel my role is to, in the band is to be kind of in the middle of that, kind of like lukewarm water.
0: And that is so true because any band with co-leaders is going to need a third guy to serve as the warm water, so to speak. And hopefully that guy isn't near the mic stand because puddles and electricity, bad combination. <laughs>
1: Number nine comes from the running bit that all Spinal Tap drummers end up dying from mysterious causes.
0: It's actually the most dangerous occupation in the world next to being a lumberjack or a taste tester at California Pizza Kitchen. There goes another potential sponsor. Eh, it'll free us up to go after the Derek and the Domino's pizza franchise. (laughs) That's
1: another $5 in the pun jar, Alan. I am going to go broke. In this scene, Nigel describes the death of drummer Peter James Bond.
2: We were playing uh, a uh, festival, jazz blues festival. Where was that? Blues jazz, really. Blues jazz festival. It was, the, uh, it was, the, uh, it was in the Isle oil... of Lucy. Lucy. The Isle of Lucy. Isle of Lucy. Of Lucy. Of Lucy. Jazz blues festival. And uh, it was tragic, really. He exploded on stage. <laughs> just like that. He just went up. He just was like a flash of green light. And that was it. Nothing was left of his his face. Well there was. That's true. This this truly did happen. There's a little green globule on his drum seat. It's like a stain, really.
0: You know, it took me (laughs) dozens of viewings before I got the gag that Isle of Lucy is a riff on I Love Lucy. Mm, You're not as quick as I thought. I'm not as quick as anyone thought.
1: Actually, you noticed it before I did.
0: (laughs) Oh, did you not know that's that either?
1: (laughs) Had no idea.
0: I'm like it always kind of reminded me of something. And I'm like, oh, that's what he's doing. <laughs> A
1: couple of dim bulbs, you and me, totally. Anyway, uh, number eight is about another Dead Spinal Tap drummer, Eric Stumpy Joe Childs. Nigel tells why the killer was never caught, even though the authorities choked. had the murder weapon.
2: The the official explanation was he choked on vomit. It's actually, uh, it was actually someone else's vomit. It's not it really <laughs> ugly, you know. There's no real. Well, I can't yeah, prove whose vomit it was. They, never, they don't have uh, facilities no in Scotland no Yard to, to you print, print spectacularly really photographing. really dust for vomit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that is something I've never learned on any of the thousand variations of CSI I watch.
1: There you go. At number seven is David St. Hubbins talking about the reason why he's not too upset about his lifelong friend and bandmate, Nigel, quitting Spinal Tap in the middle of their tour after they've had a falling out.
2: Well, I'm sure I'd feel much worse if I weren't under such heavy sedation.
0: What I particularly love in that scene is you can see that Michael McKeon's pupils are extremely dilated. Maybe that's just method acting. Well, it makes me wonder how they prepared for the matching cold sore scene earlier in the flick.
1: Ooh, Yikes! Okay, all right. Well, moving on quickly. At number six is my favorite in a series of rationalizations the band and their manager Ian Faith make about why their tour is rapidly deteriorating.
0: When the original design for their "Smell the Glove" album is deemed too sexist, their label Palmer Records just leaves the cover blank and black. But Nigel tries to put the best possible spin on it. Yeah, get it? Spin like a record or something. Cells. I but think
2: they, he's right. There's Something the about right. this that, that that's so black. It's like, how much more black could this be? And the answer is none, none.
1: But David isn't fooled.
2: This is the David. You wear around your arm. You don't put this on your fucking turntable. David, it's a choice.
1: <laughs> 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 and their managers answered all that. It's time to kick ass. <laughs> and it's time for us to take a short break. What's up? My name's Lurk, and I'm the host of Lamgoat's Van Flip Podcast. Every week, I have in depth conversations with bands from all over the scene, big and small. We also like to keep our finger on the pulse and showcase up and coming bands on the show as well. So come check out Lamgoat's Van Flip Podcast. Back to our Tap 11. We're now at number five, which comes after another gig is canceled due to lack of interest, and the band's new manager, David's girlfriend Janine, tries to replace it with a set at an Air Force base filled with people who don't know who Spinal Tap is and really don't care.
0: The quote is from the officer played by my favorite ever, Fred Willard, who welcomes them to the base and pays them the weakest compliment possible. May
2: I start by saying how thrilled we are to have you here. We are such fans of your music and all of your records. I'm not speaking of yours personally, but the whole genre, the rock and roll. and (laughs) The rock
1: rock and roll. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Uh, number four happens when the band comes upon one of their old hit songs on the radio. It brings smiles to their faces until the DJ says
2: and Cups and Cakes. They're currently residing in the Where Are They Now file. you
0: You know, that kind of reminds me of the time I was on tour and I found a CD for my band, The Falling Willendas, in a used CD bin at a record store, and it was selling for 50 cents. You know, I just, why are you so negative,
1: Alan? I mean, maybe it was someone's favorite album, got played over and over and over again and got scratched or who knows what. It was
0: still in the wrapping, Alex. Yeah, I mean, unless they (laughs) wanted to make more money and they re-shrink wrapped it, I think, uh, I have a feeling it was never played.
1: (laughs) Sorry to hear that story, old chum. All right, so moving on. Our Spinal Tap moment number three was uttered by Polymer Records promo man, Artie Fufkin, played by Paul Schaefer, who you know from, Alan?
0: David Letterman show.
1: Of course. <laughs> and Artie takes the blame when no one shows up at an in-store promotion for Spinal Tap's new album. It's me. That's what it's happening. It's me. I did it. It's my fault.
2: I got no timing. I got no timing. You know what I want you to do? Will you do something for me? Well, do me a favor. Just kick my ass, Okay. Kick this ass for a man, that's
1: all. Kick my ass. No. Enjoy.
0: Come on. To be honest,
1: I've wanted to kick your ass many times, Alan.
0: You tried that one time in the Czech Republic, and you couldn't do it.
1: Yeah, that was very frustrating. But you are tougher than you look.
0: But not as tough as it was to come up with our top spinal tap moment. But we narrowed it down to two. For our runner-up, it's Nigel playing a lovely little piano piece. But when asked what the title of that piece is, the answer's not quite it's what you expect.
2: It's very pretty. Yeah, you know, just simple lines intertwining. You know, very much like I'm really influenced by Mozart and Bach, and it's sort of in between, though. It's really, it's like a Mach piece, really. It's, what do you call this? Well, this piece is called uh, Lick My Love Pump.
1: Instant
0: classic. Yes, <laughs> and now, for the number one Spinal Tap moment, as judged by us two aficionados. It's a little self-serving, I
1: suppose, since it's the moment we named our podcast after and is delivered by David at the gravesite of the band's idol, Elvis Presley. Well, this
2: is terribly depressing. It really puts perspective on things, doesn't it? Not too much.
1: There's too much yeah,
0: there's... fucking
1: perspective now. <laughs> Nothing puts things in perspective like death.
0: I think the added perspective, or perhaps the irony here, is that no matter how great the king was, he'll always be remembered for dying on the throne. You mean the toilet? Yeah. Yeah, that throne. Didn't you didn't you know that?
1: <laughs> I, I had no idea.
0: Yeah, he died on the throne and Lenny Bruce died on the throne. A lot of people, that's a very da- that's a very dangerous area yeah that's why I have I have like crime tape around mine in the bathroom
1: (laughs) I'll never use one again (laughs) okay well there you have it 11 of the most riveting memorable Spinal Tap moments in this Spinal Tap we hope you like this special edition of our podcast if you haven't yet check out our other episodes where we swap Spinal Tap moment stories with bands like Pixies, Sticks, Slater Kinney, Drive-By Truckers and many others
0: and if you have a Spinal Tap moment that didn't make our Tap 11, record your thoughts on your phone and email it to us at hello at show.com. or just DM us on Instagram at tmepshow.
1: Who knows? We may even include your suggestion in a future episode.
0: Oh, you're trying to kick me out, right? You're trying to find a replacement for me. That's real subtle. <laughs> That's subtle. Just like the B in yeah. subtle is subtle.
1: These are audition tapes. <laughs>
0: This is Alan Keller, and on behalf of Alex Hoffman and myself, thanks for listening. We'll see you next time on Too Much Effing Perspective.
1: Although it would be as great as having armadillos in our trousers, This podcast is not affiliated with This is Spinal Tap, and no person or entity connected with the film has sponsored or endorsed its content. This podcast is not affiliated, sponsored, or licensed by Authorized Spinal Tap LLC or Century of Progress Productions. Evergreen Podcast Network.